Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 186. I'm a prisoner to my thoughts and beliefs. A conversation with a listener. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey there, welcome back to Changeable. In today's episode, you're going to hear a portion of a conversation I had with Alice. So you all met Alice back in episode 181. She had sent me some really excellent questions. I think the name of that episode was something like, um, I've been in this conversation for two years and it's done nothing or I don't remember, something along those lines. But that was the gist of what Alice had written me with. She has been around this many conversations, many teachers, many ways of looking at things. And there were a couple things that really just felt like big sticking points that she just couldn't resolve. And, and as a result, just really felt like this wasn't helping at all. And so we spoke to those. A couple, I spoke to those in episode 181. Um, one was around thought, not really being able to see how thought is impersonal and so, so common because again, thought is like happening, talking in first person. It comes up and it uses I and me and my, and it talks about you and your life. And it has for as long as you can remember. It's, it's like the narrator that just becomes completely invisible because it's been talking about you and your life for so long. It's like the movie playing on the screen where you don't see the screen, you just see the movie. This is exactly how thought is. It's incredibly personal in content. The stories it tells, the judgments and opinions it gives, unbelievably 100% personal. But that's just the stories and the content and the judgments. The fact of thought is completely impersonal. And you guys know I've done a bunch of episodes around this. Um, I think this is one of the most helpful things. It has been for sure one of the most helpful things for me to see. No question, no question. And I think it is for a lot of people. So we talked about that a little bit in this conversation. Another thing Alice came with when we spoke, when we spoke here and what you're going to listen to was this really honest, really great kind of way of, of saying, you know, she's like, I feel like a complete prisoner to my thoughts and beliefs. She said, I know I could have a different experience. I know that my reality could be completely different if I had different thoughts and beliefs, but I don't. <laughs> I have the ones I have and I can't make myself not believe them. And so it kind of doesn't matter when you say that we aren't our thoughts or that there's, you know, this this innate health or expansiveness or whatever beyond the narrator, because all I hear is the narrator. And if my narrator's upset, I'm upset. And if my narrator's happy, I'm happy. And I just feel like a complete prisoner to that. And I just think that's so, so relatable. And of course, and and taking it a step further, she said, it feels like to see beyond that, because I haven't seen beyond that, she would say, or, you know, because I mostly live within this conversation, looking beyond that feels just like a leap of faith. And I can't make myself have faith in something that I haven't really experienced. Right. I mean, exactly. Right. So how do we do that? 
You know, how do we do that? I mean, we do that by being willing to be wrong, I think is one thing. By being willing to say, wow, what if? What if this is a giant illusion in a sense that this reality we're living within is thought, talking, and narrating in an incredibly personal way all day, every day, forever. But that's all it is. You know, what if, what if there, is, there is a whole other world beyond this? And, and you don't have to have faith in anything. Like you don't have to make yourself see that. You don't have to believe anything, but you open to it and you discover. So that's, that's part of it. I think really even, maybe even bigger than that, is seeing that thought and belief for what it truly is. Because when it looks like something that's personal and helpful and necessary to be alive, uh, you're, of course you're going to look there. You'd be crazy not to. But as we start to see, oh no, it, maybe I don't need this. Maybe it's not telling me the truth. All of that. Then it just naturally starts to, you're, you're less interested and you're naturally looking in a different direction. So all of that was part of this conversation with Alice. She, she says at one point in, in a portion that you'll hear, well, I don't want to just meditate in a cave all day, <laughs> you know, and it's like, uh, that's so relatable, so understandable, but that's not at all what we're talking about. So you can kind of see how our mind comes in and says, oh, well, here's how it's going to be. And I don't, I, I don't want to do that. So this isn't for me. And just like our mind is constantly shutting down doors just so that, it gets to keep going and talking, you know? So what you're going to hear is only about 25 minutes or so with me and Alice. And the reason for that is our first, we talked for over an hour. So our first 35 minutes or so was a lot of back and forth, a lot of sort of um, kind of not arguing, but, you know, she'd say, well, yeah, but I don't see that. How am I supposed to see it? You know, and so a lot of me trying to kind of stumble around and pull holes and things. And when I listened back, um, it just doesn't add to the conversation on your end, I didn't think. And I didn't want to give you an hour and a half long podcast episode. So I want to be really clear about that, though, that what you're going to hear is is the last 25 minutes of our conversation. And it and it and we got there after 35 or so minutes of poking around at things. So it may sound like all of a sudden Alice kind of starts to shift and see something, but it really wasn't um, all that all of a sudden. So either way, I'm so grateful for Alice um, for being in this conversation, for sending the questions initially, for being willing to have this conversation and have the whole thing recorded and shared if that was what happened. Um, and yeah, I'm just excited to see see what this what this opens up for her and hopefully for you guys listening. So thank you, Alice, and enjoy this conversation. Let me ask you this, this, this kind of plays into this. So when you say it's not personal, right? I kinda I kinda wanna I wanna touch on that because there was something that for the first time ever I actually saw about that, but then I didn't. <laughs> um so when I, the other day I had like this, this kind of twinge in my back, you know, a little pain. And as I said, pain is like a big trigger for me. It's not something that's always there or that's even in of itself a, a huge issue um, now that the migraines are not an issue anymore. But it is something that when it comes up, it scares me. And then I have a story and then it's a thing, right? Although it's not so bad. So some something that you said in that, in that uh, answer to me 
kind of made me be like, wait a second, what if, what if it really isn't personal, right? What if this is just, you know, it's just a memory or it's just a whatever. And, and, and all these stories are actually independent from that. And they're just stories. So I kind of saw a little bit into this, but then, you know, my brain comes in and it's like, well, of course it's personal. It means something. It means that you again have thought the wrong thoughts or you, you know, this is something in your past that is now in your subconscious and it will keep coming up and it will always forever be yours. Like how can you maybe talk to this a little bit more? Like, what do you mean when you say it's not personal? I mean, stuff shows up and it has nothing to do with us. Thoughts, feelings, memories, stories, meaning this, this is, this is the human experience that this stuff shows up and it tells a story that the content of the story is all about you, but the content of my stories are all about me and the content of everyone else's stories are all about them. It doesn't make them personal. But isn't that the definition of personal? (laughs) It's all about you. So that's personal to you. Yes, but they're just thoughts and feelings and memories and meaning showing up. There's, what if they weren't completely untrue? It's like we could tell a completely fictional fairy tale that's all about Alice, a character named Alice that, that, who looks and sounds just like you, but that doesn't mean it's personal. I mean, it's personal, again, in content. It, it's, it's about the character that says nothing about what's actually real and personal about life in this moment. You know, I think life is not personal. in the least for any of us, but we have a brain and a mind that, that filters everything, filters this amazing energy and tells a very personal story about everything. And everyone's mind is doing that. And the mind, our mind is changing all the time. It's, it likes, it, it likes habits. It's a little bit of a paradox. I mean, it's consistent because it's very efficient and it's very habit oriented, but at the same time, it can tell a personal story about you that says, you know, you're going to be miserable for the rest of your life. And then the next second, it can tell a really hopeful story. So it's, it's all over the place. How can that truly be personal? Now, again, this, the nature of it, the story is a personal story, but I guess when I'm pointing to how it's impersonal, I mean, this is on, this is unfolding all the time. It's just life. And it's nothing we need to hold on to or identify with or think it's actually about us in any way. So how do you do that without actually truly feeling and believing that there is more to life than what's what we're thinking and what's right in front of us? Because... I'm sure you're familiar with Eckhart Tolle, for example, right? And I've listened to that for, you know, I've known his stuff for a few years and it's, you know, that's all about that, the, the, the ego and then, you know, the universe and all this stuff. And, you know, waking up to understanding that, you know, you're, we are consciousness and we're like more than our egos and we're more than our thoughts and all that. But it, it just seems so like to me, that's so, blah it's like okay and it's kind of what we touched on at the at the very beginning right how how do i i mean all i have is what 
is right here. And that's what I'm identifying with. And I want to identify with it too. I don't want to sit in a cave and meditate all day. That sounds horrible, right? So if that's what it means to be enlightened, then I don't want to be enlightened. I'd rather have this life and, and, and believe it and be miserable than sit in a cave and meditate and be enlightened all day. You know, I don't want to let go of those things that I identify with. So how can I then let go of them when they don't serve me if I can't let go of them in general? Like what's in between? Does that make sense? Yeah, totally makes sense. But I, I think what's in between is what you're looking for and that's what you get to discover. And the way we discover this stuff is to see where we're holding on to things that aren't true, like all, like all those beliefs. So we're definitely not talking about sitting in a cave all day and meditating. We're not talking about enlightenment, whatever the heck that means. It's right. not blah at all in my experience at all. And, it's, and that's just my experience. But again, that's something that when you feel like, oh yeah, that's blah, I don't want that. That's a place to look. That's a thought. And it's a, and it's a thought that, if, you know, like, I don't know if it comes up and it feels like it, it might be kind of hurting you a little bit, it's worth it to look at. So this is where, you know, we talk a lot about, I talk a lot in the community about like, just, I don't, the freedom and I don't know. Huge freedom and I don't know. So what if you don't know, like, you know, that there's some level of freedom that's available to you, some level of less personal me suffering that's available to you. You know that, or we wouldn't be looking at this, but yeah. what, what if that's it? Like, like just to play with that, if you just stop there and you don't know how to get there, what it is, what it looks like, what it takes already, that's going to open you up enormously. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Like, yeah, I so, do. I- yeah. So it kind of just starts you more blank. It's like, I don't know. All I know is there's some freedom there possible that I'm not feeling. And then it starts us in a different kind of conversation. Then it's like, huh, well, okay, what is like with, from a place of, I don't know, you know, what, what is maybe creating this? And then we get to kind of walk into that conversation we were having about like, well, okay, what if? We are love. You are nothing but love and peace. And there is a mind that constantly tells stories about you. And that's true for all of us. But what, you know, like, I don't know, just to sort of lean into it from, from that place. Mm-hmm. So, so could that be? Could it be? I mean, again, don't believe this. You don't have to hold this as a new belief or anything, but... Could it be that when you're, when all the stories in your mind settle down and even before they settle down, they don't mean anything. They're just like a little, they're just like a little tape playing. And since about the age of two, you've been pointed toward that tape and that's all you've listened to. It's like you've been living in a closet of your house your entire life. We all have to some degree, right? We've been living in this closet and we're like, yeah, but look, the closet and this and that. And I don't want to go outside. It's horrible out there. But but could it be that we've just been living in a closet? And again, the the what we're talking about in our terms is like this story that no, you don't have to get rid of it. I don't even know how you get rid of it. But this, this story of me and I don't like it and I'm not okay with it and all of that stuff, 
could that just be something that's totally impersonal? It's just a conversation that's showing up that we've all been conditioned to get really identified with. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think I see what you're saying. It's a, it's, it's a, a certain openness versus a searching to understand it. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but I'm telling you, like just right now, my mind is throwing a trillion things at me. Of course, as you can imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's okay. I think there's so much belief in me, and we're back on the belief topic. But there's so much belief in me that, like, it just, I just can't. I don't get it. You know, like there's so, like I'm so like up in my head that. How will I ever get to the point where I can be open, more open and more, you know, kind of just willing to explore this? Because they, they always say, oh, don't, don't try to intellectualize it. Listen to it from with a beginner's mindset. This is impossible to me. I mean, really, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. I overanalyze it. I, I, and, and that's so hard not to like buy into those games. Right. Yeah. Or to see it as that, because I see it as, as, as fact, it's almost like I'm, I'm scientifically analyzing it. Right. Now I'm saying in my mind, oh, but you know, if that's true, then why, why is the universe messing us up so bad? Like, why do we, why do we have to live in this misunderstanding? Why is our brain so dysfunctional? Like, why is all this happening? That doesn't make any sense. If it's so wise, then why are we put this big burden on you know? Yeah. So it's like constantly like, and I think that's basically, I'm sure this is what's in the way for me that I'm trying to force an understanding of things that I don't understand. And then I'm judging it. I'm trying to like negate it. Right. I'm trying to say, Oh, but you're wrong here and you're wrong there. And, da, da, right. da, da, da. Um, and that's not helpful. Yeah. And then I think this gets me somewhere and, but maybe it does, you know, but I don't know how else to get there. So maybe that there's a different approach to this, <clears throat> which is kind of what you just said. Yeah. I think that opposite way would just be really great for you to, to be in of like, rather than trying to figure out and, and build new beliefs and kind of understand it all. What if you just got really dumb? Yeah. You know, what if you're like, wow, it's all a mystery. And the only thing I think I know is it has something to do with thought and something to do with me believing thought. <laughs> and maybe even yeah. that's too much at times, you know, like it's okay yeah. to just be like, I don't know. I don't know anything, but I know I think I know a lot. And me too, by the way. I mean, everyone, we, our mind is just going to constantly tell us all the stuff we know is, but again, that's, that's just what a mind does. So there's another piece in this that I think would be so great is you aren't thinking this stuff, Alice. Like the way your mind just churns into like, yeah, but what about this? And what about that? And that's that's just what a mind does. And you're not making that happen. You're sitting here with me wanting to see around all that, but your mind just keeps spitting it out. And that's fine. That's, that's, that's just, just that little guy doing its job. It's just doing its job. So it's almost like, oh, like the more you can start to see all that happening, 
and just say, oh, where'd that come from? I didn't put that there. I didn't think of that. You know, oh, there it goes again, doing its thing. There's a weird way where you start to see, okay, this is happening on its own. This isn't me. I'm the one sitting here able to even see it, and listen to it, and wonder about it. I don't want to give that to you as like homework or like a strategy, but I mean, it goes a really long way because like you said, we just, it starts talking and automatically it's like our voice. We think it's us, you know, but to start to see, no, it's just doing its job and, and we don't have to worry about what it's talking about. That's where things really start to open up. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Yeah. And that's the, that's the tricky part, right? Can be. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it could definitely, it's against our conditioning for sure. You know, yeah. it starts talking and we start think, listening as if it, we're the ones saying that stuff. But to, yeah, be able to kind of see it doing its thing and play around with like, oh yeah, this isn't personal. Even if it's talking about me, almost it can be helpful as like a step sometimes in the process of this to almost just see it as its own little entity up there. I mean, it's not exactly, that's not accurate really, but it can be a helpful little like, oh, there he goes again. There she goes again, talking away, like trying to figure things out or going back to that old belief. You know, it starts to show you, okay, wait a minute, who am I in this then? Right. So then what is the opposite of the belief that I'm dictated by my thoughts and there's nothing I can do? Like, what do you believe about that? Um, the Just thought cute. comes and goes and it doesn't matter. I want to believe that too, but I'm not going to strive to. <laughs> yeah. But see, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I just see it. That's the thing. It's not another belief. I don't, I don't believe that. I've just seen it. Right. But that's kind of the same thing, right? That's your experience, your, your, yeah, your experience. And that makes you understand that you understand it that way. Yeah. 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 But I but I don't think anyone can get there by trying to believe it. But you can you can see what your new belief is. You know, like you can see what shows up for you by kind of emptying instead of filling. Because, you know, like we don't want to work toward building that belief. You want to just keep if anything just keep being as dumb as possible and just and discover. So for me, you know, like I had just horrible habitual thoughts and full of anxiety and habit urges and all of that stuff. And I firsthand in my life, like saw, okay, my brain is still yelling about the same things that I always yelled at, but I don't, that's my brain. That's just conditioning. I don't have to do anything about that. You know, from there, I don't know, but um, the words don't really capture it, but it's like from that, it was like, oh, and then it just, the whole ball started like unraveling. You know, like, oh, okay, this is just going on and it's not me. And, and I think, you know, right, like, you, you know that, like, that's the end to where there's a whole, there's a whole universe beyond, bigger than a universe, beyond that conversation. But I hear you, like, it can be so hard when we've just been staring at that conversation forever. It can seem like it's so hard. But that's the thing is to kind of see, nope, that's just a conversation happening. Pretty soon you just kind of get bored or disinterested with it. 
So if, if you had, let's say, any of your old symptoms come back, would you really be able to not think that that's personal and not be scared? I don't know, but I don't think it matters. Like there's a great, yeah, that's happened. That's happened for sure that those things come back and it's like, oh, whoa, that's interesting. That's coming up. Um, it could also happen where I get really freaked out and afraid and caught up in it. And that, and that's fine too. That would just be, that would just be me getting caught up in thought. There's nothing wrong with that. I would suffer while I'm in it and then I would get kicked out of it because that's how it always works, right? I'd suffer while I'm in it then the thought would go away and then I'd, I'd go back to realizing that I'm actually okay. See, but that, that, and that, that's, I think, the big difference in experience because that's not my experience. My experience is, is it comes up and then it doesn't go away for a really long time because I get really freaked out by it and I really believe it and it's a you know, rabbit hole that I go down. Yeah. And there's nothing I can do about it. And sometimes if I've, I can fight it really hard and boom, it's gone, or I can not try not to fight it at all or whatever. And it sticks around. So it's really hard not to take that personal, not to think there's something that I'm doing and this means something. It really means something for me. You know, I cannot see this in a neutral way. I think that's a big crux right yeah Yeah, that's huge and I just want to say what you just said is my experience too but see (laughs) except the part I guess where it I mean again in the midst of it it might look like it means something and all of that but but what I'm talking to like what we're talking to here it's like for you I'm talking to the real Alice here not the thought created Mm -hmm. one where for you to kind of keep seeing yeah that's how it goes and what if it can go that way and it still doesn't mean anything? What if it can go that way and it's still not personal and doesn't have a big personal, meaningful story attached to it? Not that the story doesn't show up. Like your brain is saying, this means something. What's wrong with you? Look how long it's lasting. And that still doesn't make it true. That's what a brain would say. Right. Right. But if it doesn't get better, then isn't there something I need to do about it? Right. Like that can all be, that might all be true that it's not personal. It's not this, it's not that, but it still is. And it's, I'm still not okay with it. So how can I not try to figure out how to not feel that way? I guess, short, short of the, the old, like, oh, yeah, you just get used to it. That's just how life works. But that's not how life works for everybody. And it works a lot worse than that for, lo- for lots of people. So I'm, you know, not definitely not even the worst case here. But that's, and that, I mean, I don't know if that makes sense even. But Yeah. Well, I think you'll, you know, when it looks like you should be trying to figure out some way to change it, you will. and. Sometimes it won't look that that like that, you know, like you just said, so you're not in control of it. You can push and it can still go away or you can, you can be kind of relatively calm and it, you know, like, I think it's again, like when we're in the middle of when experience looks like all there is thoughts, feelings, experience, that's all there is. We're going to be, it's like running in quicksand, you know, you're just going to keep running faster, trying to make it right trying to fix it, trying to get out of it because it looks, it, it looks so 
big and real. But there's there's a shift to to see a little bit. And I think it's going to come for you as you keep noticing that a mind, just a mind talking is like a tiny little speck of life. That's not the whole of everything. It's just, a, just one little thing that occurs as a mind has conversations all the time. So your mind can be over there having this conversation about how meaningful it is and what it all, you know, how long it's going to last and what's wrong, how to fix it. And there, like that can still just be one tiny little speck. You can still know, okay, that's my mind having that conversation. Now, as I say, you can, again, I'm not saying, Alice, go start that tomorrow. It's not like you're in charge of that, but, but by, by, being dumb and emptying and not knowing anything and kind of exploring this stuff. This is what I've seen and it's been my experience. It's like there's just a a lot of knowledge and beliefs and thoughts that look real that start to just fall away. And as that opening widens, then again, then experience is just something over in the corner and not always. But I don't know if that makes any sense. It may not, and that's okay. <laughs> um, well, it makes sense, but I, I just, I'm not sure I see it that yeah. way. You know, like, what does that mean? It's, and then this is back to the old big question that really can't be answered with words, right? But what does this mean? This something more and, you know, yeah. that's not you, you are something else your love and peace. Like, what on earth does that mean? <laughs> you know, how do I access that? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that is, those are the big questions. And, and all I can say is I think it's like, you know, we, all of us, everyone, this is not about you. We all think our way away from it. When we're, when we're in thinking and identified with thinking, I mean, there's always thought there to some degree, but when we're really identified with the stream of thought that's showing up, it, we can only try to better that thought or change that thought or make it happier thought or, or use that thought to try to see something. But it's almost like I, I just kind of want you to feel your mind can, your mind will never know this. It will never figure this out, but there's a whole nother realm beyond all that thinking and trying. Now, that doesn't mean you have to stop your mind. Again, it doesn't matter. Your mind's not a problem at all. It's not in the, even in the way of anything. It's just that we think it is. Like we get so identified with it. But, but you know, just, just play with that. Like watching your mind just have these conversations and give, give its opinions. It has a ton of opinions, a ton of preferences. Play with that. Watch it do that. And, and in a way where you're just, you're just playing with the idea, like, what if this is not personal? What if this is just a force of nature? It's no more personal than the weather outside. It's just a force of nature that brings up old conversations and preferences, talks about you and your family and all of that. But you're just sort of watching it, like, yeah. and not sitting down to watch it. But, you know, it's just there. That's again, that kind of unhooks us in a way, and that's where you get to start to just discover what's there beyond it. It's not a, it's just not something our mind will ever really make sense of, I don't think. Right, yeah, I think that actually just clicked a little bit 
what you said about it's it's just the force of nature. It just is the way it is. Yeah. Which because that means it's not really me. It's not really my fault or my control or anything like that. It just it is what it is. Yes. And I don't need to actually do anything with it. Hundred percent. Yeah. If it's just running, doing its thing, changing its conversations, getting busier, getting less busy, that frees you up a ton. Yeah, it's like yeah. You, you're still going to feel it running perhaps, but again, you're like, okay, you're doing your thing over there. I'm just going to go make dinner now. <laughs> you know, I mean, really, it's like, I know that sounds crazy sometimes, but it's like that frees you up so much. Right. Yeah, no, believe it or not, I just, I, I just did see that for sure. Yeah. That's good. Now, will you remind me again tomorrow, please? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right, though. I mean, yes. We're, and then we're so conditioned. We'll be back in it. But again, the beautiful yeah. reminder, which I know you know, is your feelings. Yeah. When, when it feels hard and limited and tight and like, and when you're back to, and you will, when you're back to, yeah, but look at my thinking. How am I supposed to be happy in this thinking? All of that is just sort of reminding you, oh yeah, you're over here in this little pool of stuff that's always moving and changing, trying to make it better. Instead, we kind of want to pop out of that little kiddie pool and just go float in the ocean, you know, like let the kiddie pool do whatever it's doing. It's fine. Right. But we're not it, you know, and that I know it's so frustrating sometimes because these words just don't click with a the mind. They just don't. I mean, sometimes they sort of do, but it's not a mental thing, but, but you feel it. I know like you, you, you're just like everyone else, the way you work, really. There's no special thing wrong with you. You don't overthink too much. There's absolutely nothing in the way of this. I think sometimes it's just so simple. It's like just starting to see, okay, yeah, it's just running on its own. It needs nothing from me. It has nothing for me. It, it yeah, yeah, kind of open things. Right. Yeah. I'm going to try not to think about this too much because then I, <laughs> yeah. I will... I will find ways to negate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if that happens, that's fine. That's your mind doing her good old job. That's what she's yeah. always done. That's what she'll want to do. But you can notice that even like, oh, yeah, right. there you go. You know, and just kind of wave at it, smile at it. It's not so serious. And that'll again, really show you, okay, that doesn't matter when that's happening. Right, right. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, well, let, let me know. Well, let's... Uh, I'll check in with you in a little bit. And again, I like what you're saying. You know, follow your own intuition. Don't think about it too much, but I'd be curious to just kind of, kind of see how that lands. Totally. Fantastic. Cool. Thank you Thank so you. much for doing this. Thank you so much. The next Little School of Big Change course begins today, February 7th. So the students are in they're getting their first lessons, they're introducing themselves on the forum and getting support and meeting each other already. I'm so excited. I love the first day of school. I love this course so much. So I know you've heard that this course has all entirely brand new content. Every lesson that you get to keep for life has been updated, including some animations and conversations. It's just really, really incredible uh, core and advanced curriculum that I'm really proud of and I would love for you to see it. It walks you through this understanding, me holding your hand little by little. And that's just the curriculum. So if you're in the guided course, of course, we have two calls each week for tons of support and guidance. We have a private forum where you get a ton of support and guidance. 
And I just love this course so much. So if you haven't been through the Little School Big Change before, this is definitely the time to do it. Again, it starts today, February 7th, and enrollment is open until Thursday, February 10th. So please join us. Go to the littleschoolbigchange.com and I can't wait to see you in class.